0: Okay, so Meredith, I know you have been supervising pre-service teacher in the early childhood and ESL cohort during the pandemic virtually. How does a virtual modality has shaped the community in the classrooms that you've
1: observed? It's been hard. for the classrooms that I observe, I know that my student teachers are really struggling with engagement. Um, so, and I think even they struggle with like having a humanizing presence. I think one of my teachers, student teachers talked about, she was so relieved to go do a home visit mm-hmm. and drop off materials because she felt like the students didn't realize that she was a real person behind the screen. Mm-hmm. And so just having that in-person component missing, I think, has been really difficult for this, my student teachers. Mm-hmm. And also, obvious. I mean, there's probably so many effects on the children that i don't not even aware of, and we won't be aware of for years, right? And mm-hmm. I think community has been really different because they're in these people's houses and I mean, their houses, some of their student teachers work with children who are homeless and different environments, and Mm -hmm. it's really personal, but it's also impersonal at the same time, right? They're just a screen. Um, uh, Yeah, I don't know. I think it's been really difficult, and I think all my student teachers have been struggling with feeling Uh like they know their students, and their students know them.
0: Uh, last one year was pretty difficult time and challenging, crazy time for many educators to build those community. Um, and could you share what platform have they used as student teachers use supervised?
1: Uh Yeah, I think most of them use Zoom or um, I think Google Classroom, but I think Google Classroom uses Zoom. I'm not sure. I think it's all Zoom. Mm-hmm. Um, and like, do you mean other ones too, like uh, they use Seesaw, Jamboard, mm-hmm. different tools like that, um, mm-hmm. UpGrid things, different, just yeah, different internet modalities to get engagement up and learning. I think since his early childhood, most are doing Zoom and Seesaw. I think those are the easiest ones for kids.
0: Right, yeah. And I heard that Zooms are more for a synchronous Learning time and CISO are more for CISO is more for asynchronous learning. Yeah. And um, even though there are a lot of difficulty challenges um, and you know modality limited modality that we had, I still believe we still believe there are some good parts that we have observed within this time. And could you share what have been better than you expected when you were supervising your student teachers?
1: I think that it's been, yeah, I guess I focus on the bad parts right away. There's been good things, um, and I think for the student teachers particularly, I think it's been good for them to focus on different ways of disrupting like pedagogy and different like teacher actions. I think that's something we focus on a lot in seminar is like disrupting white supremacy in schools. Mm -hmm. I think that Zoom has allowed for a variety of interactions that aren't um so static as like the classroom um so if our teacher is doing a shared reading Mm -hmm. opposed to the classroom like the students are all sitting on the carpet and she kind of I'm saying she because like it's all our students are um female but they know they know what kind of response they're looking for but on zoom they can do you know they can do lots of hand signals they can do verbal they can do written they can turn their screen on and off there's lots of different ways that students have to respond to teachers now. And I think I think that's been challenging, but also I think really eye-opening for our student teachers. Mm-hmm. Just to um, like allow and be really creative, multiple modes of engagement.
0: Yes. Mm-hmm. Thank you for sharing. Yes. I think this time really made us to think about the engagement, the forms of engagement and the forms of participation
1: mm-hmm. in
0: learning. So it was you know, something that we have not really experienced before, but now we are experiencing many new ways. Thank you for sharing. And um, in terms of technology and community, how are your students using technology to enrich or support the community in the classroom?
1: <laughs> My student teachers have to use technology to access their students. So they're using Zoom and Seesaw um, Google Slides, things like that. I think something that's funny I've noticed is Bitmojis, um, which I don't know. You could probably do like a whole paper on like why people are suddenly using Bitmojis so much in teachers because it's like a like a cartoon version of them, but they have it all over their slides. I think I always I never question why. It's really interesting. Mm-hmm. But yeah, and then um, I think I observed one lesson where the students were even creating their own Bitmojis. themselves to like express different emotions so i don't know it's just interesting so use that a lot um what was the other one i was gonna say Mm -hmm. i think when i was a teacher we did this a lot we would do videos of books but i've been seeing that also a lot of instead of reading a book on the screen the teachers will just show a video Mm -hmm. um which i don't love but (laughs) I think anything that keeps the students' eyes moving and mo- looking at the screen, they want to encourage that, and so they do videos a lot.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: So I think I think they've been harnessing technology more to keep students engaged,
0: uh-huh.
1: like just trying to be creative in all these different ways. It yeah.
0: is.